And we're live. Welcome to Two Guys in the Bed, the official podcast where reality becomes fantasy. It's Thursday, November 16th. Thanks for tuning in. This is your host, Touchdown There, your three-time champ, and your friendly commissioner. As always, I got my co-host with me, Baby Got Snacks. Uh, uh, I knew there were some crumbs in this bed. <laughs> Dude, it is Baby Got Dak. Crumbs in the well, there might be some crumbs in the bed, but you don't you don't gotta call me out like that. Come on, baby. Keep, we gotta keep these sheets yeah. clean, man. That's right. Future right. future champ here. Future champ here. <laughs> We're gonna, yeah, we'll see. Um <laughs> let's uh let's get into the sponsors, Tyler. Tell us about who we got this week. Hey, this week, hey, still got DraftKings helping us keep the lights on. Promo code WRBF. Uh we're talking about seeing if we can get them to roll that over into the NBA basketball season. Hey, that's we'll right. See how that works. Uh, also, we have uh, Sarah Sells stuff. I don't brand know new sponsor. Brand new sponsor. Brand new sponsor. Uh, yeah, Sarah Nick's wife is who I'm talking about. She's selling stuff. Thirty one bags, WRBF swag shirts. Um, got a got a t shirt order that we're submitting. Uh, make sure you get in on that action if you want something. Uh, just let Clint know. He'll uh, he'll hook it up. And uh, looking forward to it, man. Thanks for her for all she's doing to to be a supportive spouse of, of the league. Gotta love it. I mean, this w- league wouldn't be what it, what, what it is if it wasn't for those supportive wives, man. I'm telling you what, shout out to Sarah and shout out to all you wives out there for letting us guys get, be a part of this awesome league. So um, let's go ahead that's and get right. started. Behind, behind every great fantasy football league is a woman that's sometimes pissed off about it. But <laughs> Right, right. I speak from experience. That's right. Yeah, we do appreciate it. All right, let's uh, let's look back at week ten. Week ten was a huge week for WRBF. We had some um, pretty big games, and we had to, a couple games go down to the wire. Um, we got to start with last week's matchup of the week. It was uh, Dell versus Chris, and going into it, <laughs> I thought this was going to be an open and close shut case. Uh, I thought Dell was just going to run away with it. I didn't think it was going to be much of a competition, but but Tyler, I was wrong. I know, man. I couldn't have been more wrong either. I e- I even predicted a name change by Dale this week. I thought he was going to change Chris's name up because uh, he was just going to beat him that bad. But, man, there that was a great matchup to watch. So many storylines. You have you have Big Brother prevailing once again. You know that just had to chap Dale's ass on levels we don't even know about. Um, right. Going to make Thanksgiving so awkward. Um, you got the <laughs> holidays coming up. Um, you know, Chris gets his second and probably only other win of the season and it's against his brother. You know, you got the Monday night comeback. Um, you know, did I miss anything? Yeah. Man. Yeah. That, that was it. This, it all came down to Cam Newton on Monday night and it was really awesome to watch Cam Newton go off. Um, I, I think Cam knew that, you know, Chris was, was needing a big game from him. So he stepped up and had 35.7 points. Um, two points, <laughs> Chris, giving him a two-point win, 133.9 over 131.5. Man, what a game. Yeah, that's tough, and, and especially on a close game like that when Dale left some big points on the bench. That's big right. points on the bench. I caught up with Dale in the locker room after his loss, and he admitted that the manager lost the game for his team that week. Uh, the manager switched out Doug Martin for DeMarco Murray at the last second, and that's, <laughs> that's what cost him. Yeah, well, didn't Murray had three or two or three touchdowns. Yeah, uh, is, that's tough. That's tough. It is tough. And so now he's on a, a four-game losing streak. Um, not the time you want to be on a losing streak. And, and Tyler, you know firsthand about those losing streaks. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, 
you know, I was just looking at our standings. Man, Dale's team has scored the second highest most points this year. And and it's just he's just been running up against some buzzsaws, man. Pe- teams are bringing their A game against Dale this year. I think that's his WRBF. If he had a true story, it would be WRBF, I have horrible luck. Like That's behind the scenes, yeah. Yeah, I believe it. He has the worst luck in our league. And, uh, man, he's always one of the top three guys, but he just never can get that luck he needs to go all the way. So Yeah, second in points four, but he's he's it, it, people have scored the second most uh, against him. So it's just okay. tough, man. Tough break. So speaking of your, your losing streak, uh, you lost yet again last week for the second time in a row, and uh, you lost to the second worst team in the league. I uh, did. Ryan. <laughs> So, I did. Ryan is on a little heater uh, winning streak here. Yeah, let's get in. Let's really get into this matchup. So, um, Ryan, uh, his team's on a heater. He beats your team after a pretty crappy performance last weekend. You only scored 68.6 points. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to win if you don't put up more than seven <laughs> Newsflash. Right. Yeah. Well, he barely won by putting up just a few more than that. So, I mean, it was just a bad game. Both teams played really bad. He was just the the slightly better of two really bad performances. So, I know you're not going to blame this loss on your manager. So, who are you going to blame this loss on? Uh, I'm going to blame this on uh, Life Touch still. I'm still kind of sour about that Life Touch. Yeah. Got Fournette on a hangover from the Life Touch team picture <laughs> suspension. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm still pretty pretty upset about that. Man, I just I really uh, I'm really disappointed in Leonard Fournette. Did not play very well. My tight end situation is horrendous. Um, yeah, how's Odell Howard working out for you? Try to try. I don't really want to talk about you know, talk about. <laughs> hey, um, you got two points for your tight end this week. Two points. Hey, right, two points. That's right. I've um, better, better than negative points. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's just bad, man. It's just bad. Um. You know, I hate the kicker position. I just <laughs> – I don't know how else to put it. Um, I can't – you know, kickers are so unpredictable. You got Greg, the third leg, who is like the number one kicker <laughs> in the league. Dude would be uh, RB RB six or, or wide receiver three with the amount of points he scored and has outscored every tight end. I mean, it's just nuts what this guy's doing. Well, uh, um, there'll always be a kicker in our league, so you can just go ahead and get over that, buddy. Yeah, I know, I know. It's still not going to change. They're just so unpredictable, you know, whatever. It's just part of it. Yeah. Then then, then I have my, my top two wide receivers on a bye, so I have to play Marvin Jones, who, of course, after he has an awesome game and all the experts are going to say how he's going to blow up last week and just put up all kinds of points, he absolutely does next to nothing. So uh, 2.7 points. That's right, yeah. So not a not a good look. Yeah, well, uh, I knew you wouldn't take ownership over this loss. I knew you would point the finger at every other person in your organization except yourself. That just, you know, goes to show why you you never you never won a championship in our league, man. You really got to own it. You got to own it, brother. Uh, I'm working on that. That's one of my uh, professional goals. <laughs> okay, fantasy all right. football. And uh, uh, man, look at that Bill, the Bizarro Bill Walsh weekend. Freak style. Yeah, dude, everybody in that division wins except Steve. Yeah, which has been the exact opposite the past two or three weeks. That's right. So uh, I wonder – TJ wins. TJ gets one of those wins, and he can finally change his name. But 
I wonder if he'll even take the time to fix it. Here's I got a question for you, Tyler. <laughs> well, it's Thursday now, and he still hasn't changed his name. Yeah. Well, do we need to start looking for another replacement for TJ? Like, mm, good question. Do we, do we need to bring Craig back? You know we need I mean? a Craig 3.0 or or right. or two Craig 2.01 is that the next uh three, is that how three you, point, yeah <laughs> yeah do you go another decimal I don't know I don't what know. version what version of Craig are we running here is it, right yeah I don't know that's a that's a good question I don't know who would be next what has Who'd he brought to the league? what has TJ brought to the league um let's see he brought me a beer that night of the draft <laughs> Um, right. And after that, I don't really know. I don't really. I'm not too sure. Yeah. So I think we may need to start looking out for. Um, we might need to bring Craig back, or we might need to bring Nick's proctologist in. I'm not sure. One or the other. <laughs> Although it will be nice to have TJ around when he is the state superintendent. So we might want to think about that. I might want to start looking a little bit further down the road. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about we that. We need to. We need to keep him in the circle. All right, let's let's keep going with uh, looking back at week ten, but we're actually going to move on to our next segment, one of our favorite segments. It's time for that WRBF stat of the week. Stat of the week. Yeah, stat of the week. So, Tyler, we got a big stat this week. Yeah. Uh, went back a few weeks and uh, crunched the numbers. Tell everybody what the stat of the week is. All right, this stat of the week is seven. Got Nick on a seven-game win streak. Um, that's a pretty big deal, man. I, I'm familiar with win streaks this year, although now I'm more familiar with losing streaks, but congrats, Nick, on the seven game win streak. Um, you are riding the new Orleans saints wave and they've all been marching in. Boy, don't um, I know it. man, I'm telling you what he put it on Clint this week. Um, really thought that game was going to be close. Turned out to be a snoozer when, uh, the Saints were just grabbing people out of the stands to come run in touchdowns. Like, hey, you want to score? Come on, kid in row two. We'll, we'll put you up. And I, did, uh, I didn't watch the game. Was there, was there even a defensive line? Did the Bills' defense show up at all? I yeah. mean, I feel like they were getting eight yards a crack when they ran the ball. Man, it was, it was bad. I mean, they were just scoring. At, I don't know what is going on, but – I haven't seen the Saints run that much in a, the red zone in a while. You, yeah, they're, they're a new team, man. They they're they're not a passing team anymore. They're definitely a ground team. And um, speaking of that stat of the week, Nick runs train on all his non-division opponents. Man, he goes and beats every single one um, of those guys that are out of his division, which really says a lot about the division. The Brett Favre division racks up twenty non-divisional wins. They go twenty and eight, which is the best overall record in on all three divisions during this span. So. That's saying a lot for that division, man. They're pretty strong out there. Yeah, well, I've been saying that. We're it, there's there's some tough teams in our division. I think we're top to bottom. We're pretty we're pretty strong. Um, you know, the records might not say that, but we're all pretty even. I think mm. anyone can yeah. win any game. You know, Nick's riding four Saints every week. That's going to be um, he's either going to go big or go home come playoff time. Yeah, I'm okay with it, though, man. When I put up that number, that, that amount of points, man, scoring over 120 points a week, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, sometimes you just have to tip your hat and uh, just admit that you got beat by a better team that week. You know, he may have mm-hmm. won the battle, but um, I feel like I could win the war. Okay, the all right. Yeah, well, hey, that's maybe that kind of attitude is why you're uh, the three, uh, th- a three-time champ. I don't know. Exactly. Maybe that's what, I, that's what we all should strive to be, I guess. 
I'm on the pedestal. You all should be looking up at me. And um, uh, and it's getting a little deep in here now. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Uh, didn't have that many trades. Um, and the, the trade deadline is passed. So we're uh, going to move on from the trades. We're going to move it, look into injuries. We had a few running backs go down with some injuries last weekend. Uh, Aaron Jones. We got another Aaron go down in Green Bay. Uh, he's going to be out three to six weeks with an MCL injury. So I, I pretty much just dropped him. He's not going to be relevant. Um, mm-hmm. We, uh, for those of you that don't know, we uh, we brought we asked for Kevin to climb on in with us earlier this week, and he was telling us about that Devontae Freeman injury. He's out with a second concussion, so that's going to hurt Kevin's running back depth. And then we also yeah, had especially with Zeke out now. You know they've dropped all the appeals. Uh, who knows? But at least he has uh, Devontae Freeman as a backup uh, mm-hmm. for when Zeke's out. <laughs> Except he doesn't. Except he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Dale had Rob Kelly, and he was there. Oh to watch it. I don't know if you guys know, but Logan and Dale were at the game with the Redskins playing the Vikings this past Sunday. Had really good seats. And um, Rob Kelly, who's on Dale's bench now, has an MCL sprain, so that's going to hurt him down the road. But uh, those are all the, the big injuries, and thank goodness there wasn't any more injuries than that. But um, let's move on to our next segment, the Dookie Award. Yeah, so uh, um, just to switch, you know, change things up a little bit, Clint, I'm going to let you do the Dookie Award this week. Yeah, well, I think it is a no-brainer. Um, it's going to be a first-time recipient for this guy. Um, let's see if you can guess who it is. So this guy, um, he has his second loss in a row. Um, his team looks to be falling apart at the maybe the worst possible time. Uh, his quarterback is just falling apart. Uh, it looks like that quarterback was too dependent on the running game, uh, had a star running back and a star off- offensive lineman go down. He has zero talent at his tight end, um, spent a huge amount of money on a tight end who's now a blocking tight end. Um, And then, you know, he has lack of leadership on and off the field with one of his running backs. Let me see if you can guess who that is. Ah, that's Uh, – It's it's you, sir. Sounds a lot like myself. Yeah, all right. You are the Dookie Award winner for this week. Congratulations. All right, I will display it proudly in the bathroom. Yeah, those 68 points. You You didn't even make it to 69. You didn't even 69, man. You didn't get Dude, a 69. The 4 o'clock games had, start, had started Sunday, and I think I had 10 points. Wow. I was wow. like, what the hell is going on here? And, and again, I, you have to own it, man. You have to just realize that you made some mistakes. It's not – you know, you really need to improve your coaching in the locker room. Uh, and, uh, of course, you know, you need to have depth on your bench. When you have wide receivers on bye weeks, you need to have depth on your bench to come in and put up numbers, which you obviously don't have. I know, man. I and you know, I really what I really was not planning on was how ineffective Dak Prescott is without Ezekiel Elliott, man. Oh, that is a totally different offense. Yeah, I, mean, I know, he, man. He that run game just sets the tone for everything, and Ezekiel Elliott is so good. You have such a such a uh, step down from from him to the next man up. It's just it's crazy. Don't I know it? I got Dez, and he's not. He's he's looking more like a tight end these days than a real wide receiver so yeah and then i have fournette who might be out this week again it's just uh we'll see all right well uh you know what you could do tyler is you could hit that waiver wire and add some depth much like waiver wire and add to jamal williams who is going to be the starting running back in green bay logan got him for 21 bucks which was a pretty good bid the next bid was 15 so well done well done logan he added yeah, some solid depth to his bench, and uh, again, Tyler, you don't have that, so yeah. you may want to look into you know adding some depth if you want to compete in this league. And it's going to be tough to do that with zero dollars uh, <laughs> remaining. So yeah, I'll be picking up the scraps. 
Yep. All right. And uh, speaking of speaking of scraps, <laughs> yes. uh, Dell Dell scrounging for some scraps on the waiver wire himself. He picked up, and I may not pronounce his name right. Austin Ekeler Ekeler. That sounds as good as I would anyone could do. Yeah, picked him up, um, and he spent sixteen dollars on him, and nobody else bid on him at all. And so this inspired me to go back and look at Dell's waiver wire moves throughout the season. And he has not done a good job on the waiver wire, to say the least. He has overbid on his free agents by a combined total of $72. Ooh. So, like, you know, he, he bid 16 bucks on Austin Eckler, and the next one was zero. So that's 16 bucks right there he could have saved. And so I added up those differences, and there's 72 bucks that he left out there this year. So I'm thinking about doing uh, maybe next summer a little free agent auction workshop. Just talk about kind of how that works. <laughs> right. um, not, not that I'm the best, but at least I kind of kind of understand the theory behind it. Maybe we. OJ Howard. OJ Howard. Yeah, exactly. With zero dollars remaining right now. Um, <laughs> right. You know, things we'll go over is like days that you bid, watching, watching drops. Yeah. Um, you know not bidding on a Saturday for someone that no one's bid on all week, right. that kind of thing, whatever. Well, uh, let's, let's stop looking at the past and let's look into the yes. future. Let's, let's look ahead of week 11. We got some, uh, we're going to start these division opponents, these division rivalries. Again, the last three weeks you go up against the, uh, the two other uh, division or the three other division opponents you have in your division. So there's a lot up for grabs. Each division title is still wide open. Um, and we still got people, you know, vying for those those playoff spots. So a lot we have we have a lot going on these last three weeks. So the um, march to the playoffs begins. Exactly, crunch now, time. We, we got a couple options. And Tyler, you had a really good idea of uh, what to do for our matchup of the week. Go ahead and tell us about that. Yeah, I, you know, we just we Clint and I were talking. We could not decide between the two. So we're gonna we're gonna sell you two, and then we're gonna put a a poll up on the league homepage, and I want you to go and. And uh, try to vote on vote on what you think the matchup of the week is. So um, Clint will defend his. I will defend mine, and then you can go and, and decide for yourself. Okay? All right. So here is my option. Um, I think the matchup of the week should be me versus Ryan. Yes, yes, you, yes, you heard that right. I want to be very humble of, of yourself. <laughs> now I want to do this because Ryan called me out on his climb on in segment. Uh, you guys, if you haven't already, you need to listen to it. It's really good stuff. And his one goal was to beat me. Uh, that's you know he, he doesn't look like he's going to make the playoffs, so his goal this year is just to beat me, and this is his last chance to do it. Where is he going to go? He's about to leave for where? I forget. Uh, Senegal. Damn it, Senegal. Yeah. <laughs> he's about to leave for that's Senegal. Right. Yep. So, uh, will Ryan allow those distractions of moving to the third world country to be an excuse? Why he will make the WRBF priority it should be, or you know, is this going to focus on going to where, where is where is he going? Uzbekistan. I'm sorry, I thought ah, you were Uzbekistan. <laughs> okay. So uh, it's it's gonna it's, let's see. And then on the other hand, you know, I am leading the division right now by one game. Can I keep that one game lead by beating uh, Ryan and kind of separating myself from Dell? Um, so I think that should be the matchup of the week. What do you think? Okay. All right. So I, I, that's not a bad choice, right? That's not a bad choice. But my matchup of the week is going to be Logan versus Dale, right? Dale's team is just primed for a win. Dude's team is putting up points. Um, I think he's going to 
be meeting Logan's team this week. It's going to be the perfect timing of father versus son. Um, will Logan's team give Dale the jab, jab, left hook, or will will Dale prevail with the dad strength? Um, that is going to be a, a good game this, this week. Again, you got the family component of this. You got jab, jab. What was that? I, uh, uh, yeah, just – I think I've heard that. Yes, yes, I think I have heard that. It's bringing back some memories. Um, you know, so you got the holidays coming up. It's just going to be – it's going to be great. I, I'm looking – I'm going to be watching both these games, but I think Logan versus Dale is going to be the matchup of the week. Well, here it is, boys and girls. Let your voice be heard. Uh, go on there and vote on the poll and, and tell us what you think the matchup of the week should be for, for week 11. Uh, week 11, we've got a Thursday night game tonight. Tennessee's going up against Pittsburgh. i got Le'Veon Bell going. And I know Ryan's not going to listen to this podcast, but here's here's inside of a three-time chance mind. Okay, you ready, Tyler? Yeah, let's hear it. So Ryan has uh, Marcus Mariota as his quarterback right now. Okay. On his bench. Okay, on his bench. Perfect. That's that's the key part of this. It's Thursday night. Yes. Marcus Mariota is on his bench, and right now Ryan is starting the second string quarterback in Buffalo, Tyrod Taylor. Oh yeah, that's right. They're sitting Tyrod Taylor. That's right. Exactly. The, the, the Bills are Ryan isn't. <laughs> Ryan isn't right. Ryan <laughs> is backing his way into a like second or third Dookie Award. He's, <laughs> exactly. He's zeroing I, in on it. No, he's not going to listen to it before the game tonight. You know, before he can switch his, his lineup and start Mariota. So, That's right. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see if he does that. Um, Monday night, we got Atlanta versus Seattle, and I'm going to have a few uh, Seattle players going. I got, you know, the re- quarterback, Russell Wilson, and also the tight end, Jimmy Graham. Uh, yeah, I know so Tim. Got got, you got a lot going on with the early and late games this week. That's right. Not a lot in between. Um, and then, you know, Tim has Julio Jones. Uh, Kevin doesn't have Devonta Freeman Monday night, um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how it all plays out. We got four teams on a buy. I think this is the last week of buys in the NFL. It is. Uh, it's the last week in buys uh, for the NFL teams, except for those of us in WRBF that play Chris uh, the rest of the way. We basically have another buy for our for our fantasy teams. <laughs> Indianapolis, New York Jets, San Francisco, Carolina, and anybody else that's playing Chris, you're on a buy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for tuning in to the Two Guys in the Bed podcast. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, you can tweet us, WRB Fantasy, on Twitter. Uh, send us an email at where reality becomes fantasy at gmail.com. Or you can just call us and uh, you know voice your opinion by giving us a call, leave us a voicemail or whatever. But um, appreciate you guys tuning in to the podcast where reality becomes fantasy. We in here.